0: Right. Uh hello everyone. Welcome to episode 33 of Mooncast. Sorry it's been a really long time since the last one. Uh COVID has had a w- its way of interrupting everything, um including these podcasts. Um but I got Chris and Lauren back from Dicing Wood Line, guys, again. we're doing this over Zoom this time so we can see each other better, which is actually which is nice. When we do it over yeah. Skype it's all been- stilted so hopefully this recording will work well um yeah uh, we'll crack on straight away i think um so i guess i'm not gonna stop myself from laughing now because chris thinks we're gonna talk about trolls but actually, actually lauren and i have got a bit of a surprise for him <laughs> um, so <laughs> i'm gonna put my troll card i got out as a ruse away, because I don't need them. <laughs> it's a nice <laughs> surprise. You'll like it, mate. You'll like it. Um, yeah. So Lauren contacted me, what was it, about a month ago now, Lauren? Or less than that, three weeks ago, with an idea for something to, help, uh, to help, help us all get through this difficult time. And we've had a lot of fun. We, and I'll, I'm going to say this clearly now, this is very much a fan thing, there's nothing official in this, but we have made you a character, mate. Oh wow! <laughs> um, <laughs> we made, and Lawrence even drawn you one. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's called. I will put up pictures and things when I when I publish his podcast. Um, he's called. He is. I've had. To, well, what I'll do for you guys to make it easier, I'll share my screen with you actually as well. Because what I might do is I might even publish this as a video. So if I share, if I share, I need to share this. Um, sorry for people who are listening, to this just as a podcast, this is not only helpful to you, but it's ludicrous. Those <laughs> um, <laughs> chose your two favourite races, and you are going to be a half-fairy, half-thorn.
1: <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>
0: um, and what we try tried to do, it was a lot of fun, a lot of touring, touring and fun, we've tried to include uh, some of your hobbies and, and passions, but also trying to make you really good at hurting things you hate. (laughs) So, you'll notice there's a certain theme in your abilities. I'm going to quickly run through the car, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about how we came up with these ideas together. We've we've tried to keep this as secret as we can from you, Bud, which has been quite difficult. Um, So, you've got L.A. 4. Range one, arcane four, and a mm-hmm. minus one. There's only minus one rather than minus two, like a normal fairy, because you're kind of a half fairy, half form. But you have got wings, so you can fly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. First ability awesome. is called High Low Hi, Low High Low Low, um, because every time this character kills an animal, he restores all health and energy, <laughs> <laughs> and friendly ones within yeah. three inches gain one energy. So that's that's based around your ability to to kill animals and eat them.
1: <laughs> lovely. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty good at that, actually. <laughs> yeah.
0: That came back. I want to tell people a bit of the anecdote around some of these birds. So when, I think it was the first time you came over to mine. Yeah. You came over to mine and my cat brought a rabbit in that it caught. And I was going to chuck it outside and let the cat eat it. And Chris said, no, no, no. Can I keep it? <laughs> it, was like, you know, it was a whole rabbit. It hadn't been mangled or anything by the cat. Uh, and Chris took it home and, and ate it, I believe. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah, <dude>. yeah. <laughs> um, I did. It's is pretty tasty. tasty. Yeah, good, good. Um, so the next ability is called "I Hate the Damn Bunnies." <laughs> this is based around your hatred of Boris. <laughs> <laughs> so, fair. during a round of melee, if there is an animal within melee range, uh, so within the, I don't know why we didn't just put within range. These, 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 this character has obviously not been tested. Um, so it's up to you to test your own character, mate. Um, and feel free to make <laughs> amazing. changes. Um, but if there's an animal within melee range, it can- will be in tabletop
1: simulator.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pa- Paolo's gonna put him in tabletop simulator for you, so you can use him.
1: Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so <when laughs> so amazing.
0: If there's an animal within melee range of you when you're in melee, you can select two melee cards, put them face down, and choose
1: one of them nice. when I think it's
0: a similar kind of ability that I think uh, and Dim and dimmer has got.
1: A Dim and Dimmer's got, yeah. Oh, you pick two, um,
0: and you can choose your favourite one, basically. Yeah. So it's quite a cool one, that is. Yeah.
1: Particularly
0: as you've got a relatively high melee style for, so it's, that's not bad. Um, so yeah. along the kind of same, we, we, we try to stick with the kind of themes that Moonstone has. So as a fairy form, you have no defences whatsoever, um, but you can hit like a ton mm. of bricks when you want to, um, particularly against animals and yeah. against bunnies. <laughs> um. <laughs> The next one is based around your previous profession, really. Uh, I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. <laughs> um, cost, <laughs> cost, it's not; it's a passive ability rather than a... Uh, not passive ability, an active ability, not a arcade ability. Cost costs three, with a 3 in range. And the idea is that you just cut down a tree. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I saw that immediately. Yeah, yeah. People, so yeah. you
0: cut down a tree and you've pushed it onto an enemy, basically. So what the ability is, it's, it's a... <laughs> cost three three inches it ignores passive abilities because i kind of thought if someone's got a tree landing on them their armors can do sod all <laughs> um, you know yeah, and if a tree and definitely. it also that, that also covers things like bodyguard so if you put a tree onto diana mm. bodyguard doesn't work as a passive ability so the idea is you can't really stop someone yeah. landing on you so enemy models within three inches of the wooded
1: patch. Oh like to do this to a bunny. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> <damage>. And
0: then but <laughs> so the thing is, to, to, to avoid you because we didn't want to make it obviously too OP. So to avoid you just doing it over and over again to the same wooded patch, that wooded patch is then removed. Because obviously you cut the tree off. Oh right. So you can't yeah. just you can't just stand next to a wooded patch and no one can come near you. You can do it once and then the wooded patch is removed. So I mean a lot oh, of that'd the be cynical, quite... obviously the synergies there, you just bring um, like Her- Herbert Grobottom and suddenly he can make one, and then you can push it over. <laughs> um, yeah. There are, there are there are ways of there are ways of getting around this, but um, of, like, adding to this and kind of thing. Uh, so that's that one. Which I thought it was quite a fun one, and then. Yeah. Next one, you'll obviously notice
1: (laughs) with the link on this one. uh, A friend in mead is a friend indeed. (laughs) But Lauren came up with the idea. Oh, yeah. Nectar of the gods. (laughs) (laughs) And again,
0: explain this one to everyone. Whenever Chris, well, the the two times Chris and Lauren have come around to play a game with me, Chris has bought a a bottle of mead with him, which he's very. Uh, happily shared, which has been very uh, well received by, well, me. <laughs> um, <they're, laughs> along the same kind of theme as the um, as the other kind of abilities involved drinking stuff, um, it's got three possible outcomes. Um, I like those a lot. Yeah, they're, they're fun. <laughs> so it can either restore X energy, restore X health, or move X inches directly away, so they've kind of drunk too much and stumbled. <laughs> um, and the catastrophe is discard two energy. So kind of a standard drinking one, which is with basically a fun, a fun name on it. So those are your, those are your abilities. Um, again, like I say, it's not been tested or anything. We've, we, we, we've talked about it a lot, Moira and I, and it's been, uh, it's been a real labour of love to do this. Um, but your signature move, which is on a falling swing, is called uh, Bunny Bash, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, damage type impact it does a ludicrous amount of damage but there's like, we, we, we've made your character intentionally slightly OP against animals, and there's a, there's a reason for that which, are, which we'll get through, which we'll get through in a minute. not just because of your hatred of Boris but there's a, there, there is a specific reason why we make good <laughs> at killing animals um, but, uh, it's like no damage against high, high guard still, three against another falling swing one against a thrust 3 against sweeping cut, 3 against bad attacks, guard, and plus 1 versus animals as well. Nice. Yeah, um, if you kill an animal with it, with that, all enemy models within 3 inches discard 3 at 1 energy. It's brutal. Combined with your ability that when you kill an animal, you gain all health and energy, if you manage to kill a bunny within range of an enemy, they not only do they lose an energy, you gain all, all health and energy. Um, so...
1: Yeah, there's a real, a real link there. Kind of, <laughs> lovely. I mean, that's, that, that was done intentionally again. It's like
0: it, most characters have sort of themes within them. So um, it was try. We, we were trying to make mm-hmm. a really fun character that linked with your interests and things about you, but also keeping it very moonstoney. Um, was intentional. So, how, how, so what, what, before we move on to the next bit of what we were talking about, what do you think of your character?
1: Uh, really, really awesome. Uh, really can't wait to actually, uh, play test this out. Um, I think he's pretty okay. <laughs> uh, I think if I was gonna play him, I would at least give him something like, uh, Weekling as well, maybe. Um, yeah. What, maybe. What, what we've I done guess, is, because... Uh, especially since he's got, like... Yeah, go on, mate. Well, what, 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 I, I, I've gone with a
0: similar method that, that Tom's shown me before. With ca- Whenever he creates new characters, he tends to make mm. them OP. Overpowered, if anyone doesn't know what I mean. Yeah. Overpowered. Because it's easier to nerf characters than it is to improve them. Um, so we tend to go... Right. The, the, the specific reason... If you, think, if you think about this character in normal settings, if you're not play-facing against any animals, it's not a good... You know, if you face against a, a tree yeah. that got any animals in it, you're going to really struggle. But if you're facing Boris, yeah, Jackalope, with say, I think Wendigo is an animal as well. I can't remember. Um, you know, he's yeah, Wendigo go. Beast. Yeah, there's, there's obviously a few. Yeah, Wendigo Beast. Um,
1: yeah, I'm sure there's old Philly.
0: Philly, yeah, and then obviously Hogwashes as well. Um, yeah being yeah, there's, there's' a few animals, but like there, there's a particular there's not a particular reason why, why we've done this, and we'll, we'll kind of get to that in a minute um mm. so when Lauren first sort of approached me with this idea about creating character for you uh I was also quite keen that so i I, I immediately my mind immediately went mental about what we could do with it
1: <laughs> um because <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> um, I was really I you, I was so How excited. How do you do this to... without insulting him? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Not in a bad way at all. No, you understand you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> like I got really excited by doing this because um, you know, because of lockdown and everything, I've also like really missed doing any moonstone stuff. It's been a really important, a big part of my gaming life for quite a while, and I've been sort of missed it quite a lot. So when Lauren texted me and said, oh, "I want to do this thing for Chris," I was like, "Yeah, that's amazing! I'm so excited about this." And I said, "Well, actually, I think that." Lauren needs a character too. So we've also made one for Lauren to go alongside you, mate. And she's mm. also brought a picture of that one too. <laughs> um, and we have a stat card for her as well. Um, like I said, I'll share these pictures and things because obviously pictures aren't great for podcasts. But um, So Lauren is obviously a goblin. Because Obviously. Is. Obviously. Couldn't possibly make her anything else. Um, and we've tried to go along themes for Lauren first. Do you want to introduce your own character, Lauren, or do you want me to talk about it? I'm happy for you to talk about it. Okay, okay, that's fine. So, Lauren's character is called Magpie. Um, it's a goblin, kind of a goblin, kind of harlequin, jester kind of idea, isn't it? Um, kind of similar to kind of Kavanagh, but Kavanagh's like a juggler-jongler, whereas Lauren's more like a card trick kind of um kind of harlequin character um and when i go when i, when I show the pictures for this your you, people can hopefully see that so lauren's only got a melee of one but we'll get to why that's so low range one arcane four minus one kind of standard goblin thing, um and then first ability is a passive one called easily distracted <laughs> um which is when this model is chosen to activate flip an, ar- flip an arcane card if it's a catastrophe this model cannot be activated. This this activation, unless they are the last model that turn, so it's a kind of a minor, possible minor, possibly minor inconvenience, and it kind of goes along this theme of Lawrence too busy jumping around throwing cards around to actually do anything useful at this t- at this point. <laughs> um, but you might activate next; you never know. i like say gonna... that doesn't that
1: doesn't emulate real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sometimes it
0: does. Yeah. But that's the idea in, in this thing, is that she's kind of, this harlequin character character's kind of jumping around, throwing his cards around and things, and is, isn't, isn't listening to the voices in its head to look at what to do. Um, but there's, a reason, there's another reason why, why we put that in there, because it, it links in with an ability in a minute. Next one, which I quite like, and this is kind of, again, linking a bit with your character. It's called One with the Wild. When within a wooded patch or water feature, this character gains protection. So the first time, and that 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 that's the normal ability of the first time the character would suffer damage each turn. The time the damage is changed to uh, to nothing, mm. um, and I quite like that. It's a different use of the protection ability because um, some characters start with protection, some of them can cast protection. And I, li- I like that this one was one where. Magpie, or I, I try to call it Lauren, because <laughs> it makes it easier. <laughs> Lauren has to move into a wooded patch of water feature, so there has to be, there's a certain, it's useful, but it has to, it comes with certain disadvantages, because you have to sit within a piece of terrain that, that's nearby. Yeah. Then, this is one of my favourite buildings. I'm so glad we came up with this one, which is called Magpie. So on on this character, there is actually a magpie, and you want it to be an
1: Australian magpie in particular. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's an Australian one for sure. Yeah, yeah. If you've never seen uh, an Australian magpies, go on YouTube and look how violent those mag- like even magpies want to kill you out there. <laughs> like, There's sign, Street signs saying there are magpies in this area, be careful. Really? <laughs> wow. That that's happening. It might add the severity
0: then. So I like this beauty. So it's it's um basically, basically Lauren has sent this magpie off to go attack someone. Um, it's, it costs zero. So it's one of the few bits got there with a 10-inch range. have got a decent range. Target model loses one energy. This model gains one energy and gains plus one melee until the end of the game. And, it's, and that's cumulative. So turn one, Lauren can cast his ability for three, gain one gain one melee. Turn two, does it again, gains one melee. So by turn four, she's actually at melee five, um, if she's still alive. Um, but obviously on turn one, she's still got quite a yeah. lot. So... Um, <laughs> And, and it's a way of gaining one energy. I think we did lower your energy slightly. where well, you got four energy, but... Um, and that's something that will come out in playtesting, but... It's quite a fun... I, li- I quite like that ability. It's, uh, it's quite sort of narrative that this, this magpie has gone off and pecked out someone's eye and then come back again. And Lauren's used it to get better at fighting.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was Lauren's idea... I thought it was the magpie, like, stealing, like, a little dagger or something like that. Yeah, for yeah. juggling piles yeah. to make it's them all quite like, dangerous yeah stealing something and coming back
0: um so was a fun one one, one. and then the next one is definitely an ability that um that that, that i wanted to put in which is that is some damn good pie (laughs) Um, because again when uh the second 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 time you came or the first time you came both times both both times both times you um, came, both times Lauren and Chris came, they brought pie as well as meat. Um, and it was damn good pie. It was damn good pie. Um, it's a basic healing spell. Uh, red. Uh, I don't know why we made it red, not blue. Oh, I know why. Uh, right? Because you can also give yeah. it to an enemy model. So you can give it to a friendly model and they will store X uh, health. Or you give it to an enemy model loses one health and can't jog for the remainder of the term. Basically, you're giving them, like, a poisoned pie. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's a really nice pie. It smells really good the and they've eaten oh, no, it. oh, I don't feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren's tainted it, tainted it with something unpleasant.
1: Which, again, doesn't happen in real life. No, no,
0: no. Lord just makes really good pie. <laughs> um, and then the last active one, which we only actually just finalised about ten minutes ago, <laughs> is called stack the decks so this <laughs> is that like that card that card trick kind of thing like flying cards flying out so target model suffers x minus one damage but it's not really about the damage and may not activate until every other model is activated which is like a quite a brutal like yeah. lauren was really keen for a sneaky goblin ability so this is her sneaky goblin ability um <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. target model suffers X minus one damage. So they might they might suffer no damage, but they can activate till every model has activated, which is um and that in, in Moonstone that's quite that's quite powerful. Which is why it costs three. Yeah. So you should, and i you know, in playtesting that's a kind of ability that you might want to make once per turn. Um yeah. but there's not a lot of uh affecting order activation in Moonstone. So these were these were new 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 kind of abilities you wanted to play in. Um, and because that, that ability is so strong that's why we then added in the easily distracted ability um, so like yeah, yeah. there's a chance that, that, that Lauren could make someone else not activate at the end of the turn and also she could try to activate and then not be able to do it anyway because someone else got Yeah. You know, we wanted to put that kind of countering because that is a very strong ability um, and also both these models, I think we didn't we say Lauren that both of them are going to be revolt and Dominion we decided That's right, yeah. Yeah, Yes, they're going to be Lechevold, Dominion, Crossover. And again, there's kind of a Well, Dominion would make sense because they're they're a fairy and a goblin. Um, But there's another reason why I wanted to have Lechevold in there, which we'll we'll get to in a moment. So Lauren's... I think I should call it Magpie, but I can't can't not use your names. (laughs) 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 Lauren's... uh, the Magpie. (laughs) Uh, I think it was on Logar. It's called Mysterious Disappearance. Um... Which I was a fine. Again, it follows that kind of Harlequin idea. On a low guard, obviously deals no damage on low guard. Um, and and an effect is place this character within base contact of a wooded patch or water feature within eight inches. There's quite a strong defensive ability. So because if this model is with is not already in in because obviously with the passability of the protection, if they've somehow become vulnerable and they're sat out in the middle of the open, whether they're within eight inches of the wooded patch, not only can they do a low guard, which usually means they got half left. Damage. They can disappear into a wooded patch and therefore gain protection because they're then in a wooded patch. Um So both obviously both these models have no defenses apart from that. Um, so it was a way of adding some defense in. Um, so what, what what do you think of of Lauren's character, Chris? Because Lauren knows it, so I don't need to ask. ask what do you think of it? Yeah, uh,
1: really, really awesome. Uh, can't wait to see it on the table. Actually, I'm really. Uh... Really intrigued to see how it's how it's gonna work. Cool. Um also as well, you were saying about the um this stack the reds I was it? Stack stack the, stack the deck. Oh stack the sorry. Stack the deck, sorry. Um yeah, uh you'd only be able to do it to one model anyway, because only one model can activate last, I think. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Um, yeah that, that, that's a good way, good way of seeing it, actually. I mean, like, yeah. we, we've kind of written these and not playtested
0: them at all, so that's a good way of seeing it, actually, that only one model can will really last. So, um, I mean, you could easily make it, like, you could make it yeah. one per turn anyway. I mean, at the moment, you couldn't cast it twice anyway because you only start with four energy. Obviously, you can do the magpie to get five. And then yeah, though. Cabaroon, Chabaroon could give it, Chaberoon could give it an extra one, so she could do it twice, but, um, I mean, she has to get within three inches of two models to start. Um, yeah, without dying. So, and that's why it's got a short range. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, that's really good.
0: But, yeah, so that's your two characters. Now, um, I've sort of alluded to a little bit that there's a reason why their certain abilities are as they are. And the reason for that is because not only have we come up with two new characters, we've also come up with three scenarios to go with those characters. Um, <laughs> so... Let's talk a little bit about those scenarios, and they kind of follow along with that. And and because one of the things like because I when when Lauren first again first raised this idea with me, I was like, "That's really exciting." And when I said I wanted to make character for both of you, and then really wanted to make a scenario for all three of us, because <laughs> obviously I have <laughs> my own character already, and I really wanted to make a scenario that involved all three of us, which is why you all about as well, because then we could be together. <laughs> um, so, and then well, <laughs> I thought, well, I thought, why do it by halves? Why not come up with three scenarios? <laughs> um, because and, and, and listen <laughs> for that as well. Because whenever we've come up with scenarios in Moonstone, they always come in threes. Tom Tom has always been really keen for everything to be in threes. That's why troop boxes are in threes. Scenarios are in threes. Mm. Things things come in threes in Moonstone. Um, yeah. So we've come up with three scenarios, and these are these are really the things that these scenarios are what these models are designed to be used with and that's why they, these are very much kind of fan they're obviously fan creations yeah um i mean by all means play test them and do what, you, do what you want with them you can do you know, do what you like um but they were designed with these with these scenarios in mind
1: though it's worth saying that chris did actually come up with most of the first scenario um yeah yeah for, uh, already and that's what kind of Gave me the idea to make some characters
0: that could be used in it. Yeah, OK, cool. Yeah. So, well, so, so case, you, you, you'll know the first one quite well. Um, I don't know if you... do Because I've done a lot of talking. Do you guys want to go through this scenario, then? Because you've you've come up with this scenario. I'll stop sharing my screen a moment so I can actually see you both. Have you got the scenario in front of you?
1: Yeah, yeah, have in front of us. Uh, so... There you go through the scenario. Um, yeah, this one was uh started to theme have like a Easterish sort of theme to it. Uh when we first started speaking about it. Uh, the first one's called the Vegetable Patch. Uh basically the uh, the idea is um a load of carrots have uh sprung up. Um and basically these are special and magical carrots that everyone wants. So uh Boris the Bunny summoner, the Jackalope and the Fawns and the you know, all, all that hullabaloo there, uh, they're trying to gather them while, uh, uh, defenders who have changed from the ones that I picked <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, Ludacris, Magpie, Brother Daniel and other Leshaval humans. It's just, uh, Kalista, isn't it? Why is it
0: the Leshaval humans?
1: Yeah, that's uh... what it says here anyway. Well, there's a
0: few, like. <laughs>
1: The truth uh, is the subject to
0: change, so though. we thought you'd have a chat about that and think Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, the, 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 the scenarios are obviously in, in, in literally the first draft, so. Yeah. Um, cool. I don't think what i left Yeah, left with human because I would say it was ludicrous, magpie, brother Daniel, Callister. That's. I can count, that's four. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah but I think. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Leshevolt, so you've got uh, Anya is a Leshevolt, isn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah Anya yeah, is a Leshevolt. Actually, human. yeah, you're right. And I, think, I think Beast is also human, but it might be animal only. Yeah. And the Revenant uh, is isn't, isn't the Revenant not a human and a spirit? I can't remember now. I can't remember. But anyway, like I said, that, that, that's like, this totally. is the first draft stuff, so... Um, I've got all my cards in my hand. Yeah, it took me forever to find the one I want because I've got those millions of them now. Um, but anyway, yeah. So other lecture I'll, I'll let if you continue
1: to describe in the rest of the scenario. Yes, yeah, so um, I'll save the uh, fluff for when we uh, actually like release it. I guess we'll, we'll save yep. the fluff then. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, so we you drop D fours as usual, uh, but these are uh, considered to be carrots. Uh, the attackers must exit or end the game with carrots in hand. Defenders must collect as many carrots as possible and save them from the attackers. Uh, if a human dies with carrots in their possession, uh, that character may eat one, revealing the card that has an effect. Uh, animals cannot do this. Uh, yeah, think, so, yeah, what yeah. was kind of thinking is, like, it restores, like, X wounds or, like, regains health up to x energy pips or hadn't really decided uh, what to do but like some sort of mechanic to keep them going but they essentially yeah. deplete a carrot you could you, you um, could seem
0: like flip an arcane card and reds could do something blues could do something um yeah and then catastrophe would be they just died
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, or they just explode or something like yeah. the carrot's yeah. so so magical that it, like it just exploded yeah, um, yeah. So exactly. yeah, maybe like do like a uh, like remove it from the uh, table to each uh, like pulse effect. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. causes two or three wounds. Yes. Yeah, so um, like yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. yeah uh, victory conditions: attackers win if they have more carrots than defenders at the end of the game. Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, just like right about trying to sort of dig them up a little bit quicker. Uh, Than your opponents and uh, yeah. funny combat. Um, obviously, so like of... the combat will be, I imagine, be pretty savage because if you like keep sort of staying in, uh, the combat's just going to keep going. Yeah, I imagine it's getting pretty, uh, pretty hardcore <laughs> towards the end. I imagine. Yeah, lots of yeah, fun yeah. Going on. yeah, yeah. yeah, plenty
0: plenty plenty fun. Of yeah. Fun. Just to confirm, I've now found the cards. Yeah, there are there are plenty of other like the Beast, Anya, and the Revenant are all human and lesser. Oh, okay. So, there's plenty of choices. Um, mm. I mean, you do. We need the revenant in that because you can't die anyway. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, there's, there's plenty of choices there for that for that for those. Mm. I'm gonna sh- share again. Um, there we go. That one, yeah, there we go. So, the second scenario is the one that I came up with, uh, and it kind of follows along, obviously, from that one a little bit. Uh, it's called Bunny Stew. Um, again, attackers, Ludacris, Magpie, Brother Daniel, and then possibly plus two, facing against Boris, Jackalope, and other animals, plus three we've put. So it's just, we're, it's, we're not sure what's going to go in there yet. But. So following the timely slaughter of many secular murder bunnies, the town is set to work preparing a feast of stew. So Boris starts the game in the middle of the board with three bunnies already summoned, and a jackalope within six inches of Boris. And then the other animals would work out where they're going to go if there's any other animals. The attackers must deploy within ten inches of the table edge, using normal deployment rules, place a cooking pot or similar terrain piece in base contact with magpie, and do not deploy moonstones. So in this one it's all about killing bunnies. <laughs> which, is, which is what I had <laughs> in my head when I was designing your character. Mm-hmm. i like, want to come up with a scenario that involves doing lots of bunny killing for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for each bunny removed from play, the attacker's gained 1 VP. If a jackalope is removed, the attacker gains 3 VP. For each new bunny summoned, the defender gains 1 VP, and jackalope summoned are worth 3 VP. Boris starts the game with 2 VP, because otherwise, I realised there was no way he could win, because you could always kill more than he could summon. Um, okay. I mean that, the victory conditions are a bit like am not sure how that'll work um, but if you manage to kill Boris then you immediately win um, as well
1: okay
0: so the idea the idea was he just, he just sending wave after wave of bunnies at you you just they're like bashing them with your axe, turning them into stew as best you can. send <laughs> some more bunnies on it. he's just like frantically sending bunnies, and you're just frantically murdering them because you hate them so much.
1: <laughs>
0: you just like chuck <laughs> them over your shoulder, and they, they 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 land somewhere near the cooking pot and law, and just cut them up for you. <laughs> um, that's kind of what I had in my head when I was getting very excited about doing it. <laughs> um, so, that sounds
1: that, good. Yeah. Sounds good. Again, that was because I kind of, know it's a bit of rabbit stew.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I had in my head when I was thinking, like, I want to make Chris really good at killing bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was the second one. The third one was kind of a mixture of both of us coming up with the idea. So this is kind of like the finale of these three songs. Yeah, the majestic golden carrot. The golden carrot. Golden carrot. And I, I, what I had in my head with this as well, have you seen um, Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Rabbit? No. So there's a Wallace and Gromit film called The Curse of the Werewolf.
1: Certainly
0: not, no. Oh, I, recommend, I recommend it. Well, unless you don't like Wallace and Gromit, but it's a great film. Um, and in it, they're trying to win the golden rabbit, the golden carrot, and that came into my head when I was doing this. Um, so again, Ludacris, Magpie, Brother Daniel, and then Plus One, and Boris and Jackalope, open plus two others, so we, we haven't finalised those details yet. Um, the golden carrot has arisen. Whilst all the town's been caught up in bunny Jewish melligans, a single carrot left sitting in filthy silence. In then our peaceful vegetable patch has drawn in all the energy from the moonstones uh and it's growing and flourishing and becoming the super golden carrot worth many moonstones so basically it's just like everyone's forgotten about this carrot And it's actually right next to a moonstone and it's growing into this massive golden carrot and it's got there's some pretty mental special rules on this we went a bit mad on this didn't we Lauren? we kept adding rules we kept adding rules because we're getting too carried away um, so, do not, do, do not deploy moonstones as usual. Instead, deploy one large moonstone in the centre of the board with a depth value of nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, characters are able to dig with, when within engagement range. So, you haven't got to be touching it, you've got to be within engagement range of it. Hmm. But if you're within, within one inch of the carrot, which I think is what I meant actually, you could dig it within an inch of the carrot. The only action you can do is dig. You can't do anything else except dig. Um, so it's a bit. There's a uh, <laughs> the next word. Sorry, I'm laughing already. Whilst within six inches of the carrot, character, character cannot end their move further away from the carrot than where they began. So they're like getting drawn into this carrot in the middle. Um, but to add to that, characters are not slain, but come back within X inches, determined by the flipping of an arcane card. Of another friendly character, which must be within one inch uh, of the carrot. So basically, if you die within any, within six inches of the carrot, you don't die. You're like still clawing you at, I've got to get the carrot. I've got to get the carrot. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> but really, really, what I, what I wanted was just like all the characters stuck in the middle of <laughs> this thing, trying to frantically pick up the <laughs> <golden laughs> carrot, and all clawing at each other. Scrabbling <laughs> at the ground to get this massive golden carrot. There's bunnies everywhere. <laughs> man, frantically murdering bunnies while trying to get this carrot. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, we also said even, even when you can dig, I think you can dig. Oh yeah, I, I know, yeah. The dig with an engagement range thing is, sorry, yeah, the dig within engagement range, even if you're engaged by another model, you can still, because normally you can't obviously dig moonstones when you're engaged by someone. You can still dig the carrot mm. even if you're with engagement range because um, otherwise no one would ever dig it because you'd all get sucked into the middle mm. so it's like everyone's gone it's going mental for this carrot um, you're, you're hitting people <laughs> next to you like back like pushing <laughs> smacking bunnies then clawing at the carrot a bit more um, everyone's tried digging it so it's just like who can get that last that last one from from nine, <laughs> um, I, I'm so tempted to try and. i i ever I, I test this scenario. I'm going to sculpt myself a golden carrot and stick it in the middle of the board. Um, green. I'm going to have to sculpt a golden a golden carrot out of green stuff. I think, and paint it gold.
1: If I do, I'll send. Yeah, you. definitely. I'll do two and send you one. <laughs> oh, oh, beautiful. Um, <laughs> So,
0: the <laughs> future conditions are simple. The player who is in possession of the golden carrot at the end of the game is victorious. If no player has the carrot, all the characters go to the pub and commiserate the loss of the <laughs> vegetables. So basically, at the end of turn four, it's someone's won, or no one's won. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that one, yeah, we really did we really get carried away with that one, didn't we? <laughs> um, That's a bit. Uh,
1: I think it's going to be really, I'm really excited about playing it I think it's going to yeah. be really interesting to see how it pans
0: out. Yeah. It's just going to be carnage. It's going
1: to be carnage. Yeah, like you guys can't see how home, Bob, like, grinning big time, like, <laughs> the thought of all this is just making me laugh, really happy yeah. about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I th- we'll have to see if we can get, if Paolo can somehow make a golden carrot for us on TTS. I'll try it on that as well. Oh, sure he will. He's
1: a genius. Yeah, sure he can. Yeah. He's a genius. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he's also a really good bloke, uh, so I'm sure he would.
1: Yeah, yeah, lovely, lovely bloke.
0: Yeah, it was really nice. Sorry, it's going, I love going off on tandem for this podcast. So was it wasn't last it was the week, before I, was it the week before, the week before week before I joined you on TTS for your demo session, and it was really nice yeah. to meet. Yeah, I actually got a chance to meet people that I've spoken to on Facebook and stuff. So I met Paolo for the first time. It was nice to see him and actually talk to him. Eric, I never met Eric before. He's just this guy who posts these amazing pictures and I compliment his painting and it was nice to see him. And other people as well. Yeah. It was really good fun. So anyway, Chris, what do you, apart from the scenario, obviously, that you made, what, what do you think of the other scenarios?
1: Uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, I just really, really love all of them visually. Um, it's just like, absolutely brilliant. The uh, you know the, the, the bunny stew one where you just, like, whacking bunnies and frying them into a pot. Like, that's, that's really, really awesome. And, uh, yeah, the last one with the, like, golden carrot, like, that's just going to be such an unpredictable game. Um, because, like, it's just going to be one of them things where you really have to be careful about how many times you dig it. Because it doesn't yeah. say that you can't... You can choose not to dig it, but if you're going to take an action, it has, has to be to dig it.
0: Yeah, so, it, so, if, you're so within, if you're within you're within of it, you can't do anything other than dig. And you can't yeah. get further away either. Because you can't jog away from it. You're not, you're not allowed to end your move further away. Uh, what, what what you can do because I didn't want it to be totally stuck is if you've got models that can move you around, you can be pulled away from the carrot. Yeah. Um, so if you had like Gwendolyn with you or something, she could like yeah. lure you away from the carrot for a moment. <laughs> Probably not for very long. You get going to mark the carrot again, but I just love the idea. That I love the visuals of this like golden carrot in the middle of the board. And every single model crowded around it, hitting each other frantically. And I, I, I could just, I just pictured like Brother Daniel like singing ra- f- fanatically, and bashing people with his, with his sign. And then the magpie is in there clawing at people, trying to get the mag, get it as well. You're there throwing mead on people, hitting bunnies with your axe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boris is frantically getting bunnies to go and dig this carrot, and they're just being turned into stew at the same time. Um... <laughs> It, it just it it, I, it was a lot of fun <laughs> making this scenario. Um, I'm not, I love making scenarios anyway. I'm, I, I helped make a lot of the scenarios for book two, obviously with, with Tom's help and things, but mm. I do like coming up with scenarios, and I had a lot of fun, particularly with that last one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> with, with the golden carrot.
0: Um, yeah, it's absolutely mad. Uh, it didn't like, visualise what it was going to look like. Um,
1: yeah, I think it's going to be one of things but it's going to be like a, a stalemate for people. Or it's just going to be like just furiously digging it and then like yeah. someone worming their way to getting the last dig. And then because uh, they're all right next to each other, it's just going to be a bloodbath again. <laughs>
0: mean, the, thing, the thing is, which, which I haven't kind of put into the scenario rules is like once you've dug it, there's nothing to say that you can't be killed and drop it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like normal movement. Me, um, I think maybe... one maybe... in the middle, all really close. It's yeah. really unbelievable. I might add a rule in that says, actually, because I think I
0: did put in there, if you die, people don't die, and then you flip a card. But maybe you still drop it and then come back. So it can, I can just, yeah. like, like someone's finally got the carrot and then someone just bashes them on the head and they drop it. And then they kind of get it up. No, get my carrot back. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone bashes them on the head. And it's like, it, like... Everyone just turns to each other, like Daniel wants it, he just bashes you in the back of the head, and you drop it, and then
1: Lauren's magpie comes and nicks it and tries to fly off, and someone just grabs the magpie by the leg and it against the ground to get the carrot back. <laughs> but what, what, what if the carrot was so big and heavy that it, like, replanted itself partially? You could Well, yeah,
0: well, well, I mean, it, it'd because whenever you drop it, it's a depth value of one, isn't it? But you couldn't could drop the depth value of three or something, just for a laugh.
1: I oh, know, like, we could do it, like, with an arcane card. Like, how hard do you drop this, like, massive, heavy carrot?
0: Okay. Like, yeah. obviously,
1: like, debt value of three just, like, plants itself into the ground, like. Or even. Uh, it could be one, two, or three. If it was a catastrophe. It drops
0: it at nine again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Start again. <laughs> just, oh my god. <laughs> like, <laughs> I could, like, I'd rather, like, 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 well, Daniel's got it. He drops it. It gets a catastrophe, and I can I can just see Chris going, "Oh, dude, what have you done?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> I it. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that could be
0: really, really good. I could get we'll that could add be that in. Nice. Add in. Um, I mean, when when me and Lauren were kind of texting about this just before, like today, really, we were saying like the scenarios are in a basic form, and, we, and in this podcast, we talk about how we might change them. Um, mm. By all means, make tweaks before you before you decide to, if, you, if you can find a way of playing them. Just just make the tweaks to them and do what you want. They they're yours now, as far as I am concerned. By all means, tell me how you're getting on, and I'd love to hear about them. But do what you like with mm, them. Definitely, mate. Like them. Um, yeah, but, we try
1: and like set something up like this on the TTS or something. You can uh, jump in and play.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, but um.
1: Yeah, obviously, yeah. while lockdown's in effect, the first yeah. opportunity we get to play, obviously. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, think, I mean, yeah, I mean, fingers crossed. It's not going to be like we'll see. I'm I'm finding it hard to be optimistic about lockdown ending properly, um, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Fingers crossed, we can be out of this and be back to moonstoning.
1: Um, That's it. I'd, I'd, I'd love to get be some doing, lovely games.
0: I'd love to be doing tournaments again by the summer. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. So We've we've talked about a lot as well. We've talked about it with uh, Paolo a fair amount as well. Yeah. Paolo and, uh, and Erica. Um, It'll be just such a nice tournament game. Um, it's becoming um, quite popular in our uh, Club now we've uh, demoed it to about, um, about seven or eight people from from our uh, like club alone, and there a few others from the Moonstone players page as well, who were like, new to it. Um, and Everyone just absolutely loves it. I mean. A, why wouldn't they? It's just, uh, yeah, yeah, just no, it is, yeah.
0: ridiculous fun not it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've never demoed this game to someone and they said they didn't like it. Like, I mean, I've been, con- yeah,
1: I've really, really been, I've
0: been at like really big conventions with with Tom and and Richie and a bit Like, like I've been to Salutes and um, the Games Expo and other big ones, and people haven't necessarily bought it because there's been two hundred other games to play, and that's that's fair enough. I understand that but everyone has said yeah. it was really fun. These models are amazing. This artwork is wonderful. I love this. style. I love this. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean yeah, you, you, we, we can see and chat about how amazing we've done this for hours, can't we? But um, <laughs> I've, never, I've never demoed it and had a bad response. Um, I tend to get... Right. Found, we found, actually, that the smaller conventions we went to we tended to have a much better demo-to-sale ratio. Um like, Salute. I mean, Salute, there's a lot of sales. People to come up, because there's so many people there. There's a lot of sales. Games yeah. Expo was a bit hit and miss, really. Like, it's big, but it's so big that we found that the sales weren't necessarily worth it. But, like, that wasn't last year before now. There was, there was a, a, a small convention called Dicini, just in Norwich, and Tom and Richie weren't, they only really came because they stayed at my house. Um, and then we went yeah. to this little convention, only probably about 15 stands there 15 20 stands
1: okay
0: and, and basically it's a place called the forum which is where the library is in norwich it's this huge it's a huge building but it's not convention size but we found at that, that one almost everyone we demoed to went and bought a starter set like tom reckons it <laughs> like like his his sales to sort of time was significantly better than like games expo was cuz everyone bought something um and because i think what... to be fair I thought because because like I'd I'd done a lot of effort to grow grow the Moonstone community in Norwich and in, in Norfolk. There were people who came who I demoed to like at the games table six months ago who came and were like yeah now I want to buy three more boxes and they came and bought those stuff off us. Um, yeah, so that was good. Um, and there was another little convention we did at Bristol, um, which is where where the tournament was as well. And we found that yeah again the sales mm-hmm. the sales to to sort of demoing almost everyone that I demoed to went and bought something. Um, I mean, th- th- there was one group I demoed to. I demoed it as a, a four-player game. Every single one of them went and bought a starter set and another box. <laughs> <laughs> I literally went and dropped my t- and I was like, oh my God, what have you done? <laughs> it was like... But it, it, is, it is a really fun four-player game, isn't it? I mean, we've done that. We've done three-player, you've done four-player. Yeah, games. yeah. It's
1: so much fun. Um, so, so, yeah. But anyway, that's a big... Yeah, game. I mean, um, I imagine that, like, the sort of bigger conventions, I think people go there with, like, an idea in mind about what they want to go and see. Um, yeah. So, really, like, uh, what was one we we went to? Like, that guy with the cat games. It was Tabletop Gaming Live, wasn't it? Yeah, Tabletop Gaming is Live. Yeah, where we found Moonstone. Yeah, it's where we yeah. found yeah. Moonstone. Like, we weren't going there for anything in particular, uh, but some of the other uh, stalls that had, like, um, good little niche games were um, a little more quiet. Um, just, you know, overshadowed a little bit, I guess, by like bigger and brighter, uh, stalls. Yeah, um, the smaller thing. ones. Yeah. You get, you get a lot more people more open minded because they understand it's a small, like small, uh, gaming events. So they tend to go a little bit more, um, like open minded. I don't think that's even the right word, but like, you know, more willing to try, like, uh, a, a lot of newer stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I found, that, um, well, what I out, when I because the game, the first games Expo I went to was the first time I met Tom and Richie. Actually, um, we did have what we did have a couple of people that dropped a lot. Like, there was one woman I can't remember her name now. She came, I demoed the game tour on the Saturday, and she came back on the Sunday and bought one of everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so before, she loved the game so much. She lived in. Uh I want to say Holland she lived in the Netherlands, so she wasn't gonna be able to kind of buy it, but okay. she wasn't just get everything now if she couldn't get it. Bought one of everything. Yeah. Um so we did have some and people some people did do that. Like people did come back on the Sunday and then and then buy some stuff, but what what you find with a small one day event, people demo test it and then they'd buy it immediately. Um Yeah. And uh yeah. I, I kinda of prefer the, the I mean salute, like I said, salute. They, they, there's a lot of sales at Salute because there's just so many people with money. And everyone when people go with yeah, two hundred quid and they, and they go to spend two hundred quid, um, what yeah. w- what definitely interestingly what helped I think I think it was the the first Salute that I went to with them, which was not last year obviously cause it was over the year before. Is that's when Tom had his new board done with the huge like mountain on it, and people when yeah, yeah, we people saw that board from like the other side of the hall, like, I want to go and see what that is. <laughs> came over yeah and then it's like it was, I think it was, it was me and.
1: Really
0: in... yeah like and we, and we had good I, I was demoing I was, I was on the demo boards all day uh with Mark Mark Tarver who's a really good de- really good demoer because he's a really nice bloke and another guy I don't know his name now I feel bad I can't his name he was also a really good demo we had like three of us on these two demo boards um and we were demoing solidly for the day the whole day um, from literally the first day they opened, the first point they opened the gate, someone was at, I was at was at our tables. Both tables were demoing all day, um, and there were people buying stuff. That, like, Tom and Richie were on the stand set, selling, um, and it was it was mental. I think I managed to get a break at one point to go and buy a Diet Coke, and that's not all I did. Um, not that I mind. <laughs> I love demoing Moonstone, but people people came over and said, "I saw the I saw the board from over there. It looks amazing. What, what's the game?" And literally that board. <laughs> Probably attracted ten or eleven people over because it's, it's a beautiful board. It is, it's, it's amazing. It, it, his, his, his new one is, is it's like the fairy village is even more amazing. Um, he's got done. It's phenomenal. What? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, I've got to it's, see it's, that. Yeah, but um, but it's really cool as well. it will have three three really good demo boards. Um, I wow. thought. I still want to do a demo board, and I'm I'm waiting until the um the book two is done with the scenarios and everything because there's the there's the the ship scenario which I've you about before, which is like a one inch one foot by two foot board, so a really small board. It's all pirates, and they all start randomly. Um, and I want to make that the demo board. I want to make a board and do that scenario as a demo because it's just so it's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a chance of one
1: to pull off the side
0: <laughs> um, uh, so I want to do that on the demo board it's time and stuff I want to make a ship that's one foot by two foot out um, I, I would and use it as a demo board because that'd be really fun I think um, yeah definitely it'd be beautiful anyway, I've got off on a massive tangent from what this was actually about but I'm I'm. I'm have you have you enjoyed it mate that's the main thing have you have you enjoyed uh, it yes it's uh, been
1: absolutely great. brilliant mate
0: this has basically been about trying to get yeah. a smile on your face so i hope it has
1: <laughs> yeah definitely man definitely um even like the uh the picture for ludicrous is just brilliant like really looks like me <laughs> but like the fallen fairy version of me which is actually like the real me <laughs> just the me that everyone can't see <laughs> yeah, right, yeah cool yeah it's lovely isn't it <laughs> lovely it's really it's even got like goat hooves which i usually imagine myself having as well so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's lovely it's but yeah
0: it's basically like a fawn with wings but um it's well done well done yeah it's a really nice picture lauren nice one lauren was showing me her progress as she was as she was doing it last night and then there's um magpie it's fantastic <laughs> yeah. um i might i might I haven't idea. yet i might put this up as a video it'd be just be us talking but and me sharing the screen but um yeah, it's recorded. As a, it records as a video and as an audio, so I could do both. So I might well put it up as a video as well on on Oldie Battle. Let's talk someone someone will watch
1: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Probably just us three, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: but yeah, um, it, it was a lot of fun to do this. Um, but but do 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 have a look at it and, and think about if there's any tweaks you want to make to your own to your own characters and and. and do, do what you want with it, they're, they're, they're yours to play with now, as far as I'm concerned. so... Quite. The scenario, yeah. Like, like go, go mad with it. I mean, we, I've, I've gone mad with the scenarios already, but <laughs> <laughs> feel free to go mad with it. I uh, know because obviously, like, like we said, like Chris Ludicrous is very OP against animals, um, yeah. But that was the point, and that was the, the whole point of like the Buddy Stew one is that you, were, you would be quite outnumbered. Mm. The idea, the reason the original idea is, was, was it was just going to be Ludicrous. Magpie and Daniel against like wet loads of animals, but
1: and it still could be. It still,
0: it still could be. And the idea was like basically like Magpie and Daniel were basically there, sort of supporting Ludicrous Ways. They're just going mentally bashing red bunnies. I hate you all. Just like <laughs> you
1: know. Um, so we've seen some beautiful plays with uh, Silver Tongue and Freya. Yeah, yeah. we've seen some beautiful plays.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, at, at the moment, lu- Ludicrous and Magpie, I think is probably slightly more balanced. Ludicrous, we de- definitely went with a with a brutal animal killing theme. Um, <laughs> ludicrous, at the moment, probably do- probably does need a slight nerf a, li- a little bit. If if, if, yeah. if you're going to lu- use Ludicrous, in normal- but then like I said, if you, you use Ludicrous in a normal game, if you're not facing any animals, he's not, mm. not going to be. I mean, he still can do some solid damage and has some fun suffering in um, but he's not going to do as do as well. Um, mm. But he's a very good candidate, Boris. <laughs> uh, Boris. Boris. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, I think I have to leave it there. Um, I'll just, will do. I'll, I'll end the recording in a second. So um, uh, thanks a lot for listening, everyone, or watching. If I do this as a video, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> um, and. Uh, I will actually do Trolls as the next podcast, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, because I, I did did Giants, did Boris as a, as a different one, and I did Trolls, but I'll do the next one. I don't know when it'll be, because like I said at the beginning, it's been hard to fit in stuff in with Moonstone, with lockdown and stuff, and I'm still teaching, and as a teacher, uh, I am in class full-time and doing home learning, um, so it's been pretty mental. Um, yeah. Busy, but, Hopefully, that is coming to an end as schools come back. I'm recording this on the 2nd, and schools are back on the 8th full. So, I won't be doing the home learning stuff anymore, hopefully. Um, so, that cool. will actually ease my workload a little bit. So, yeah, and like I said, hopefully, we will be out of all this shit <laughs> soon. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, we'll all get needles stuck in our arms and not to worry about this anymore. Um, And we can move on, hopefully, with normal life at some point and be able to Moonstone freely. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, thanks a lot for listening, everyone. And we'll catch you next time. See you later, guys. Bye, everyone.